Welcome to the Enchanted Podcast. This is episode one, and I am Raphael Cohen. Hmm. I have so many things that I want to share with you, and I don't know where to start. <laughs> but so when I don't know where to start, I usually start at the beginning. And for me, the beginning is where I'm at right now. And where I'm at right now is that I am feeling for the first time ever a level of mm, calmness and joy and feelings of bliss and ecstaticness within my body that I have never experienced before. And this is like a feeling of being at home. And this is what I've always, always sought. This is, this is what I've always looked for. This is what pro propelled me into my spiritual journey. And it feels amazing to be in this state, but it has never been this way before. Like this is, it, it was definitely far from that most of my life. And so I want to share with you a little bit of how I got to this point. Um, also because I feel that this, this state, this ability to continuously come back to a serenity within, a calmness and a regulation of my nervous system, if everyone learns how to do that, how to take full responsibility for our power to do that. Um, that is what will change the world. And um, it's quite a rebellious act, really, in this world, which is so much about racing and getting to the next thing and achieving the next thing and, and, and preventing the worst and being in fear constantly, really. It's such a rebellious act to continuously come back to love, to a centeredness within, to a calmness, regardless of the external circumstances. Um, this is the revolution that the world is experiencing right now, and it's experienced through every single human being individually. That is what will make it um, a global transformation. And so I want to share with you a little bit of my journey on how I got to this point. And I'm also very excited, like I'm very aware that I am at the bottom of a huge mountain. It's like I feel like I have, I, I have come to this space place right now of ability to feel this calmness and this bliss and this regulation of my nervous system, this capacity to come back to regulation, really. Um, and it's it feels like I have reached a certain level of the mountain, but there is definitely a huge mountain ahead of me, and we're all continuously on a journey of expanding and of growing. Um, this is what it's all about, really. Um, but yeah, most of my life, uh, the story has been really that I feel lonely, that I don't feel like I belong here, um, and that I'm separated from the place where I belong. 
and um, I have felt very much abandoned and very much bitter about how unseen I felt and misunderstood. Um, I felt a lot of depression and anxiety. And I think that that's the story of more or less everyone. Everyone on some level feels quite lonely and, and separated. This is the condition of being human, of experiencing this, this separate life, uh, because I am different from you. I feel separate from you. And this is the, the curse and the beauty of this, of this life. Um, but so my specific way of dealing with that feeling was, okay, how can I make myself fit in? How can I be as perfect as can be so that I find my place here? Um, please, please, please give me a spot on planet Earth and give me my space and, and make me acceptable. That's been my story. Not everyone has that way of responding to the feeling of loneliness and of separateness, of course. But for me, that's what it's been. And so I've been distracting that, that feeling uh, with any, any way of feeling some joy and some excitement, some connection with other people and becoming the most perfect version of myself so that I can be accepted. So achieving as much as I could um, and, and being the best possible in everything that I would explore in my life or study or work in. Um, but when I started achieving those things and having so many of my dreams come true, and yet I was still feeling miserable inside, still feeling lonely, still feeling like I didn't know what love meant, this love that everyone was talking about. I felt like I didn't know what it meant to be loved and to love someone else. I felt like there was so many so much bitterness and so many other emotions in the way of that for me. And I didn't understand why. That's when my journey of my journey of rediscovering myself, my journey of transformation truly started to accelerate. And at that moment, life started putting on my path, some people and some books and some, some information that literally changed my way of perceiving life. And that's when the enchantment started. Um, the first book I read was, was Synchrodestiny by Deepak Chopra. And that book, when I was reading it, it's like I could breathe again. It's like my whole life I have been told a story about what this life is and who I am, and it didn't make sense. And when I started reading this book, it was like finally something that has always felt so true is being written on words, on paper. It, it was like, oh, okay, this resonates as the actual truth that nobody tells me about. And it felt so good. And so from then on, I've been on this path of seeking ways of, of exploring that more, of diving deeper in this, 
in this realm, this invisible realm, really, what, what he talks about in that book is very much about information that is in the invisible, in the quantum field. And at the same time, I started meeting people. I started discovering um, videos on the internet and, and reading other books. And it that propelled me into the start of my discovery of what feeling at home means, of what this life is about and why I'm here and who I am. And at first it was an enchantment, like I said, but very fast it crumbled into what I call my deepest dark night of the soul. It was basically all of my references started crumbling totally. And it's like I was becoming this chrysalis, which is kind of a mushy, shapeless thing that has no light. It's, it's We don't know really what's happening in there. It's in the dark. And of course, it's meant to happen. But when you're in there, you have no idea where you're going. And everything is starting to just not make sense at all anymore. Even the the things that didn't really make sense but were still our references um, didn't feel like references anymore. It's like the, sh- the ground was shaking under my feet and I didn't know where, it, where I was going or if it was ever going to come back to some form of groundedness and feeling, feeling safe and like I know what I'm doing. And so that started around 2014, 2015, but it really accelerated in 2016, 2017. And I started really diving deep into, well, apart from the exhaustion of my body and the lack of interest for all the things that I had been passionate about up until then, I started being so interested in understanding this whole spirituality thing and what this whole thing was about. So it started with a very intellectual way of seeing things. And that's only because I grew up in a very rational household, very, and like the entire Western world is really rational right now. And that was the only way that I could um, really make sense of things I really put all the power in my mental body, in my mind, in my intellectual way of perceiving things. And so from that filter, I started exploring so many energy and psychology healing methods and a lot of spiritual teachings. Because in my body, I was, fe- I was not feeling good at all. It was like, ten- it was like an exponential version of what I had always felt in terms of depression, anxiety, loneliness, and bitterness. So to share a little bit with you about what I've explored, I've, I've done so many things, but like I've, I've explored, um, I've had Akashic readings about parallel ancient lives and about my star families, um, which is very different from the kind of Akashic readings that I do now. Um, I've read a lot of great spiritual teachers' books like Eckhart Tolle, for example. I've read a lot of channelings from the Ascended Masters. I've done a lot of readings with astrology and tarot and human design, which is 
very transformative. And I recommend everyone to go and explore their human design and the gene keys also. Um, I did a lot of shadow work, which is something that I had naturally been diving into from when I was 11 years old, actually. Um, this way of really diving deep and questioning why things are the way they are. Uh, I explored inner child work. I explored cellular memory with a theory from Miriam Bruce. Uh, kinesiology, EFT tapping, body talk, IFS by Richard Schwartz, the internal family system, which is also something I truly recommend. I've tried a lot of manifestation techniques and gratitude practices, meditation, of course, tantric practices, yoga, kundalini, mantras, mudras, a lot of breath work and shaking, any type of body work, really, um, cold plunges, floating sessions, um, bliss work, some psychedelic journeys, um, and sound baths, vocal alchemy, creative alchemy, ecstatic dance, and ultimately somatic experiencing, and also nerdy, uh, a French method by Luc Gégère. All of these things, like those are a few of the things that I've explored. I've explored actually many more. <laughs> um, I was really full on. Um, at first, I didn't do them all in that order, by the way. I, this was just, I just wanted to share some of the techniques that I was really passionate about discovering and that really helped me in, in many ways. At first, it was very intellectual, as I said. And what I wanted to share today is that this, this whole path that led me to me feeling right now like I can be with this moment no matter what it gives me that I have tools and I have a capacity to be present to it and to accept it as it is, even if it means feeling very uncomfortable emotions or sensations, that I have tools to perceive it from a place of love and from a place of light and serenity and calmness. That could not have happened if I had stayed on the intellectual level. But I could not have bypassed the intellectual level either. It's like everything works together. And that's why it's called holistic. <laughs> so at a certain point, when I had um, exhausted all of my intellectual ways of perceiving all of this and understanding all of this, and I realized I was still feeling miserable and I still had so many emotions come up and I was still feeling all of these patterns repeating themselves in my life. It was just being transferred from one community to another, from one country to another, because I moved a lot during those times. I was in Paris and I went to London and I went to L.A. Um, I lived in London for a year and a half. I lived in LA for three years. And throughout those times, I was also three months in Berlin, three months in Seoul, South Korea, and also in Macau a little bit. And like I moved a lot. And wherever I went, it was like the same patterns were coming back online. And I had no, I didn't understand why my 
newfound enlightenment was not helping me. And that's when I kind of surrendered to the fact that I had to face the emotional body. And so I started exploring all of the emotional um, tools, the, the ways of, of creating space for my emotions to be expressed and to be understood and to be felt. Um, many of the techniques that I've uh, shared earlier really helped. But even then, um, there was still something that was not right. And I still didn't feel like I could be present in this moment. Like I did not, I was, I was still feeling very much in my dark night. It was, uh, it was a very difficult time. And, and my body was very exhausted um, from all the thinking and from all the resistance to all of this. And it's only when I came to somatic experiencing, to actually learning how to build capacity to be present to what is in my sensations, in my body, to feel what is, that I started to a little bit feel good in my body for like some extended amount of time. That's when the light started coming back in. That's when the chrysalis started to see a little bit of the wings starting to expand very slowly. But wow, what a relief. What a relief in that moment. I realized it was really all about the nervous system. But really, I could not have gone to that experience and, and um, like knowing of the tools of how to experience this moment somatically if I had not gone through all the previous stages and also if it was not enlightened with the light of the why and the understanding and the, and the poetry of the spiritual aspect of it. And that's also something I want to touch on right now because really this way of receiving this moment fully as it is is it's what we're here for it's it's us experiencing the divinity that we are receiving itself through this vessel of being a body and it's really us realizing that we are a cup a sacred cup a chalice receiving the waters the blissful waters of this life but the thing is is um, you cannot realize that you are the cup um, before trying to go and seek that chalice, that holy grail. And I mean, since time immemorial, there are so many people who have been in search of that holy grail as an external object outside of themselves. But really, it's a symbol of, of this this hero's journey, this, this uh, seeking out for a feeling of, of joy, of wellness, of love, of abundance, of, of getting everything that we want and realizing that it was within all along and that all we needed to do was undo the blockages from the programmings within our nervous systems and from the conditionings and from the fears and, and the traumatic memories 
that are blocking from unveiling the fact that it was inside all along. But this whole process is a spiraling process. It goes forward, but in circles. And it has many layers to it. It has many dimensions to it. And it is to be experienced on all levels of the human dimension, on the mental body, on the emotional body, on the somatic body, on the spiritual body, on the energetic body. It is very multiple. And so the beauty that I find in this is that no matter where the external search guides you to, like if your heart calls you to go on that external search for the Holy Grail through, I don't know, reading all the books about alchemy and and discovering all the symbols and going on pilgrimages around the world where the sacred temples are, hiding all these codes and discovering sacred geometry and the perfect complexity of it or going to a mystery school and and discovering the ancient ancient coded books that um, that that's, that transmits so much information or or doing all the healing techniques I mentioned or or being in a sacred relationship, which is also one of the most potent ways of undoing the blockages and discovering the chalice within um, the divinity that we are and revealing it to ourselves and to others or the plant medicines, like whatever it is that is calling your heart, um, it is so beautiful to see that all of that is only here for us to realize how capable we are, how powerful we are to choose to feel this moment as it is and to perceive it in the way that it's happening by us, for us, through us. And that we are only here to experience it, sit back and enjoy the show. And to undo any internal programmings that are preventing us from being in that laid back, serene state. Like, it's, it's so magnificent. Like, just even the fact, like, for example, sacred geometry, the fact that it's such a complex perfection. It's only here so that you can feel like, okay, there's, there's something bigger here. There's something that is so intelligent and perfect that it has to be a greater force that is holding me right now in this moment and allowing me to safely sit back and live this moment. I am held. I am held by the beautiful complexity of whatever intelligence is creating this world right now. Or if you go in an energetic vortex somewhere on earth to activate your DNA, it's the same. It's so that your DNA activates itself and upgrades itself to a greater capacity of living this moment as it is. It's all about here and now and about embodying these sacred vessels that are our bodies and feeling at home in them. Wherever you come from, wherever your soul is from, you are choosing this life right now to use this sacred technology, which is your body vessel, 
to experience the divinity that you are here, the untouchable beauty and purity that we are, all of us, every single one of us. And when you touch upon this feeling of finding your own divinity, you, you, you finally see that. Um, and you can see how it's all exactly the way it's meant to be from a higher perspective. And you are connected to every other reality right now. I want to tell you that wherever you are on your path right now of discovery, of what this life is about, of who you are, you're exactly at the right place at the right time. And everything is orchestrated divinely. And it is entirely in your power mm. to, in the sense that you are capable of undoing all the blockages, all the resistances that are within you, in your memory, in your body memory, your cellular memory, to be able to find this elastic capacity to come back to regulation over and over and over again, to calmness, to serenity, so that you can enjoy the show of right here, right now. Hmm. Thank you for listening. Om Mm-hmm.